Blog Talk Radio. Big Rob. The King Show. Good evening, everybody. My name is Jay King. Welcome to the Jay King Show. I just said good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good whatever it is. Make it good for you. My name is Jay King. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, today we're going to talk about health and, and aging and aging gracefully, just the process of aging. And I, I guess it's a, it's a conversation that we have to start having sometime in our life. And I am 61 years old. I'll be 62 on January 27th, so it's right around the corner. And what I recognize is that I have more years behind me than I do in front of me. And I have the pleasure of having my father still among the living. He's 84 years old. Not in great health, not in bad health, but somewhere in the middle we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the fact that on a worldwide level, people are living longer. As a matter of fact, um, today most people can expect to live into their 60s and even beyond that. In every country in the world, we are um, experiencing growth in both size and proportion of older persons in the population. By 2030, one out of every six people in the world will be at least 60 years old or older. At this time, the share of the population that's aged 60 years and over will have increased to 1 billion. By 2050, we will be 2.1 billion. So we are living longer, getting older, and we're going to talk about this process. Uh, My name is Jay King. I'm the president and CEO of the California Black Chamber of Commerce. I am the leader of the group Club Nouveau. I do radio here at KBLA Talk 1580. I also do radio at 97.5 FM KDEE in Sacramento every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 3 to 6 p.m. And I do a podcast called Kings in the Morning on thejkingnetwork.com. You can also listen to the show by dialing 515-605-9376. We're on at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and that's every Monday through Friday. And one thing I recognize more than anything today is that while you're alive, you have to live. Not just survive, not just scrape by, actually live. That should be the mantra of your life, that I am going to live. And by living, that means you have to take care of yourself. 
your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your emotional health, your financial health, your spiritual health, all the way around, you have to make your health your number one priority. When I see my father, when I look at my father, what I recognize is my father is dying right before my very eyes. You see, my father has COPD, and his lungs will eventually stop working. Nothing we can do about it. My father is 84 years old, and uh, he's in good health because my father isn't heavy. He's a, he's a thin man. He, um, he, he has no other ailments other than COPD, but that means that he has oxygen all the time. And the other day I was with him, we were watching football, because I see my father every Sunday. There is not a Sunday that I don't see my father. I don't care where I am in the country. I get back to town. Uh, no matter how early in the morning, I have to take a flight to make sure I see my father on Sunday. There are obviously some Sundays I don't get to see him because I might not be in the country, but I never miss two Sundays in a row to see my father because I know how lucky I am to have him. I know how lucky I am to have him because with COPD, you know, you just don't know uh, when it's going to close in on him. But I was talking to my father the other day, and I said, how you doing? How you feel? He said, I feel pretty good. It's when I start moving I can't get up, I can't walk down the steps, I can't do much before I start losing my breath. And what I recognized was I was looking at me. I was looking at myself 22, 23 years from now. And, you know, it was just an eye opener. Let me give you guys a few facts. The body, the human body has enough resources in it to last 250 years. The human body has enough resources to last 250 years, just the natural resources in it. But the oldest living person in modern history was a woman by the name of Jean Louise Calmont. She was a French woman, and she lived to be 122 years and 164 days old. She was born on the 21st of February in 1875. She passed away at the age of 122 on the 4th of August, 1997. So no one has gotten close to even living half the age that we that the body is built to live 250 years nikola tesla thought he would live to be 150. so when i look at my life and i look at life in general i've broken it up into different quadrants first quadrant is your adolescence from the time you're born to your 
19th year, you are in your adolescence. Second quadrant is young adulthood. From 20 to 39, you are a young adult. Third quadrant is middle age. From 40 to 59, you are in your middle ages. The fourth quadrant is old. From 60 to 79 is when you're in your old age. The fifth quadrant is elderly. From 80 to 99, you're elderly. And the last quadrant is the blessing. If you live to be 100 or older, you have been blessed to have been in the world 100 years, and God has already looked over you. Six quadrants to life. And you have to figure which quadrant you're in and then how you're going to live moving forward. I do a show called Kings in the Morning, as I told you a few minutes ago. And on one particular morning, we started talking about the foods you shouldn't eat if you're over the age of 40. And a lot of those foods are foods we eat. Whether it's a a hamburger or french fries, whether it's donuts and sodas, these are things, whether it's a margarine or imitation sugar, the imitation sweeteners. They're killing us. So from an aging standpoint, we have to start becoming cognizant of this meat suit, this body, this flesh that we're in, and we have to ask ourselves, what am I doing as I get older to protect it? Am I exercising? Am I walking? Am I eating right? Am I taking care of my health? Am I watching my weight? At the biological level, aging results from the impact of the accumulation of a wide variety of molecular and cellular damage over time, that damage comes from the way we treat our body, what we put into it, uh, what kind of traumas we exact on it, and a host of other things. And this leads to a gradual decrease in physical and um, mental capacity. a growing risk of disease, and ultimately death. Now, these changes are neither linear nor 
consistent, and they are loosely associated with a person's age and years. The diversity seen in older age is not random. Beyond the biological changes, aging is often associated with other life transitions, such as retirement, relocation to a more appropriate housing, the death of friends or, or partner. Jimmy Carter lost his wife. I would not be surprised if he didn't pass in the next few days or weeks. Because these are the traumas, these are the things that happen to us in our aging process. And that's why I want to talk to you about it. First of all, I want to take the fear away from it. None of us are going to make it out of this alive, not one of us. Not you, not me, not people we know, not our kids not their kids. And that's where the humility comes in. That's where sometimes you have to take a step back and just be in awe of this machine that's under your skin suit. And the fact that this machine is operating right now, it's operating your your mind, your, your, your body, your motor skills, your likes and dislikes, your taste, your smells, your sight, your strength, all of it, this incredible, incredible machine that we call the body, that no matter how much money you have, no matter how many times you try to repair a part or change a part and make it better, it won't last. My name is Jay King. You're tuned into the Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. Today we're going to discuss the aging process. I'll be right back. How was that, Mike? Good, got it. Can you hear me here? Uh huh. Yep, I got it. Good. How many? Good first. Um. So, what do we um? Now things are gonna get easier. Um, that was good. That was uh, we got twelve minutes. That's okay. How many minutes do I have on this next one? Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. Yeah. Let me know when you're ready. Yep, no music here. I'm going to play Milk yeah, Carter, though. Anytime. Hold me. You're tuned into the Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. My name is Jay King. We're talking about the aging process. And if, if, if we learned early on how our actions would affect our life, our quality of life, uh, the way we get to live our life as we get older, would we be different? Would you, would you take it more serious? I mean, today I know we say yes because we're older looking back. But as a young person, talking to a young person today, if you could give them the information you have now, how would they exercise that information? What would they do with it? 
Because as an older person, even as we are learning things, we get into the habit of not changing but falling falling into the trap that we've made for ourselves because we think it's too late anyway, but, but it really never is too late. Some of us stop, um, stop dreaming the first time something doesn't go our way. If you were a great athlete in high school and you thought you would make it to the pro level and for some odd reason, you didn't make it through college, so you didn't get to the pros. So next thing you know, you're working in some mechanic shop or you're um, working in retail or you, you're working for the city or for the state. And every year that passes, the more you work, the further back your dream gets away from you because you only see it from you participating in one way. You don't see some of the other ways you could affect the game or affect somebody else's game or create a new life, a new direction for somebody else. So our physical and social environments can affect health, our health directly or through barriers, or incentives, or without those incentives that affect our opportunities. That's why it's important that you maintain healthy behaviors through your life, like simple things like eating a balanced diet, taking vitamins, engaging in some type of regular physical activity, even if it's just walking for 10 minutes one way and coming back 10 minutes, putting that 20-minute walk in. If it's taking the dream that you had and refurbishing it to encourage somebody else to, to whatever you lacked, and with your age and your wisdom that you feed it to somebody else that you see has the talent and the possibility that instead of letting them walk down the same road that you walk down, that you, you stop them and you, you get them on the right track. By doing so, whether you know it or not, you just added an extension to your life. You just added a possible success story to your life. Somebody else's success, you get to live through it. You get to walk through it. I believe that my father, who uh, was a great athlete, an exceptional artist, an incredible singer, who did none of it because he was a he was a, a mama's boy. His his mother and protected him, and so when he married my mother, he wasn't ready for the responsibility. But guess what? He 
He worked. He saw his son do something that he probably wanted to do. And I believe that the pride and the, that my father had for me extended his life to where he is right now. My father retired at 62. He never really liked working. Maybe he was 61 and he had so much time from not taking vacation that the second year all he did was took off until all his vacation ran out. My father is a, a young 84-year-old with old lungs. Can't, um, he can't operate the way he would like to. And so he operates through me. He enjoys the stories because he can't, he can't be there. Aging is something that is honorable. It's an honor to age, to get old. With that aging, with that honor comes wisdom and knowledge. And you are to share it. That's your job. Today, I mentor, I mentor a young lady who's in the music business, who's 22 years old, through the through a program that the Grammys have, and um, I was talking to her today and just listening to her, listening to her inexperience, but her excitement, all of her possibilities, and knowing the things that she doesn't know, and, and being able to say these are the things that you should do. Go read about TuneCore because it's a distributor, and that's how you're going to distribute your first record because you're going to practice. Learn about Sound Exchange because it's a digital platform that pays you your streaming royalties. Learn about CSAC, ASCAP, BMI because there are performing rights organizations that you as a writer and publisher must be connected to and read about music submit so when you submit your music to radio you can only go you only have to go through one portal and the fact that i knew that and i knew to tell her that started telling me just how old i was because sometimes i forget that i'm 61 years old about to be 62 because i still feel young and vibrant, and I hope I never lose that. Because once I start losing it, I know that that is the beginning of the ticking of the clock to the end. See, I, I sit with my father every Sunday, and I watch the ticking of the clock to the end. I watch the aging process. It's in front of me. My father was a smoker, and uh, he smoked cigarettes, and the goofy cigarettes too, but the cigarettes 
and he quit smoking. And my father also worked in Port Chicago and in um, Concord, which was uh, where they had a lot of munitions, and my father inhaled, ingested a lot of asbestos. And so it didn't catch up with him then. It caught up with him as he got older. Some 80-year-olds have physical and mental capacities similar to many 30-year-olds. Other people experience significant declines in capacities at a much younger age. My grandmother, his mother, my father's mother, I remember being a 16-year-old and her saying to me one day, Bill, why are you sitting on that woman's lap in front of me? And because as a kid, we don't know any better. We're laughing. What we don't know is she's in advanced stages of dementia. She's going back in time. What she's seeing isn't where we are. She was 72 years old. Here I have a father, 84, who has all of his mental capacity. He's not, um, he's not in dementia, but I noticed that he's starting to forget things. If you have... Um, Elderly people in your family, love them. Give them all the love you got. Be patient with them. Even when you know they've said something, the same thing 10 times, don't tell them. Act as though they're just saying to you what they're saying and, and just love them. Because one day you are going to be them. And the hope is that the same love you lay upon them will be laid upon you. The aging process is really an honor to your me too. My name is Jay King. You're tuned into the Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. We'll be right back. Got it. How was that? That was I got it. Huh? Okay. How many minutes do I have left? We have on this one. How many minutes in the next? Huh? Say that again. Hey, cuz, what's happening? Hey, John. Hey, you guys. So let me just say this. I'll talk to you guys afterwards, where I'll read some of your comments. But during the pro- during the show, I can't I can't say anything because Mike is taping the show. Then Mike edits the show, and then it airs on Saturday and Sunday in Los Angeles. But what I'll do is what I do is at the end of the show. As you guys are making comments, I read them, and then we add that to the podcast. So I'll say your names and all that stuff. 
So, so please stick with me and make your comments and say, what you, say things after so that I can read them and we can add it to the podcast. How many minutes do I have, Mike? Nine minutes. Huh? Nine. Nine? Yes. Okay. You ready? Yes. It's the J. King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. My name is J. King. I hope you all are enjoying the show. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at the official J. King. You can follow me on Facebook at J-A-Y-K-I-N-G, the number three, all together, no, no, no spaces, J. King 3. And uh, you can also go to um, let me fix it. Let me. I'll fix this later, Mike. You can also go to iHeartRadio and download the iHeartRadio app and search for The J. King Show, and you can follow me there and listen to all of my past shows and, of course, this show. Today we're talking about the process of aging and aging gracefully and how we should um, – treat our elderly, and also how we should transition into being the elderly. Here I am in my early ages, um, my early stages of old. I believe from 60 to 79 is when you're old. From uh, 40 um, to 59 is when you're middle age. So when you turn 60, you're in the early ages of being old. And from 60 to 79, you're old. Once you turn elderly, you're 80. And from 80 to 99, you're elderly. Once you turn 100, you're blessed. And we all should hope that happens. But there are some common health conditions that are associated with aging. So I'm going to talk to you about some of the common conditions in older age that we that you will get, and you just have to know that. And when these conditions and ailments come on, don't look at them as the end of the world. Recognize them as part of the process of aging and grace. One of them is um, hearing loss. You know, if you've worked on a flight line or you've worked uh, in an area where there's a lot of noises, as you get older, your hearing may start to wane. And if that's happening and you are of an older age, that's just a common condition associated with aging. If you... um. You know, there was a time when I could see everything. I didn't need glasses, but when I take my glasses off, anything that's small that's written, I can't read any of it. I can see everything from that's big and from far away, but I can't see anything. I have to wear glasses. And so when I put my glasses on, I see fine. And sometimes it's just your sight. Sometimes it's impairments in your eyes like cataracts. 
and refractive errors and, and, and neck pains and osteoarthritis. It's uh, chronic and obstructive pulmonary disease like my father has, that's COPD. Some of us have diabetes, heart disease, hypertension, depression. And then there's that scary one, that's the dementia. And as people age, we are more likely to experience one or several of these conditions at the same time. In our older age, it's also characterized by the emergence of several complex health states, commonly called geriatric syndromes. I was with my father one day, and I was headed um, I was headed home. We watched the games. Uh, I just happened to stop in Fairfield to say hey to a friend of mine. And my father called me, and he said, "I'm going to um, I'm going to um, call an ambulance because um, my breathing." And I said. Um, what's wrong? He said, I'm, my, I'm nothing. It's just that I'm, my breathing is kind of funny. So I said, I'm, I'm coming back. And he said, no, you already. I said, no, I'm, I'm coming back. And I drove back, turned around, picked my father up, took him to the hospital. There was nothing wrong with him of serious consequences. However, what we did find out is that he had some type of urinary tract infection. And sometimes we think that older people are hypochondriacs or they're making a big deal out of some out of nothing. Always if somebody of age that's elderly that is telling you that something is bothering them. I don't care how big or small it is. It's your job to stop and see to it that they know that you care and love, that you care and you love. Because what happens is if, if you don't, they'll stop talking to you about it. They'll shut down. And they, um, and that's how they become frail and depressed. And all of the underlying things start to multiply and like a domino effect. It can have a, a very detrimental effect on their overall health. A longer life brings with it opportunities, not only for older people and their families, but also for societies as a whole. Because additional years provide a chance to pursue new activities, 
such as um, furthering your education, you know, a new career, or a long-neglected passion. I don't know if you guys, some of you guys who listen to Kings in the Morning, you guys got a chance to hear Jeffrey, who was 74, 75 years old, join Kings in the Morning, or Levi, who joined Kings in the Morning at 77, died at 80. But I know that we influence their lives in positive ways because they would get up in the morning to join us. And evidence suggests that the proportion of life and good health has remained broadly consistent, implying that the additional years on poor health, if people can experience if people have no experience with something they love towards the end of their lives. But if you bring a good positive experience to their lives, it can literally extend them and their life and their happiness. If they live in a supportive environment, their ability to do things they value will be a little different from that of a younger person because these added years won't be dominated by declines in their physical and mental capacity. And it won't leave them with a negative thought of self as they lead to the next realm. Physical and social environments can affect health directly we have to know that. I love playing basketball. I haven't been able to play for a number of years because of my needs. But I walk, I box, I do other things because I know that as I've gotten older and as we get older, we can't and we shouldn't try to do the things that we did as young people. We, um, our abilities have declined significantly <laughs> because our bodies are changing. doesn't necessarily mean that they're getting worse. It just means that they're changing. And, and, and we should learn how to make other parts of our body healthy, like our minds and, and read. And, you know, we don't have to do that heavy workout we did as a young person. You can just take light weights and just move those muscles and, and stretch. Believe it or not, stretching is really important to the mind, to the body. I get up in the morning and I just stretch. It also helps you lose weight. The aging process is what it is. If we are lucky, fortunate, are blessed enough to go through it, it will be because maybe today we started changing some directions in our life to enjoy the process.
You're tuned into the J. King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. We'll be right back. How many minutes do I have on this next one? Hey, Jake, we have, we have two three-minute segments. Turn that again. Two four-minute? Two three? Huh? Two three-minute? Yeah. Okay. And then you're about to order. I'm going to do, do Highlands. I'm going to do Highlands right now, okay? This show is sponsored by Highlands Community Charter School. If you're 22 years or older without a high school diploma, Highlands Community Charter School is where you ought to be. Not only will they help you earn your high school diploma, they'll help you find a career pathway, and it doesn't cost a dime, just time and effort. 916-844-2283 is the number. 916-844-2283, Highlands Community Charter School. And remember, it's never too late to get your life in order. How was that, Mike? Yeah, okay, three minutes. Three minutes, okay. You're tuned into the J. King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. My name is J. King. We're talking about the aging process. A lot of times when we talk about aging, it's with a dreary look on our face uh, and with sadness. I am excited by the aging process as I um, start to wind down. I've worked for a long time. And I'm preparing for my next decades after I stop doing these things, after I stop touring with Club Nouveau, after I stop being the president of the California Black Chamber, after I stop podcasting and doing radio, what will I do next? And um, I will enjoy the ride. I will um, travel the world. I will um, read many books. And I love history. I will go to many places in the world and just uh, take in all of the things that I've done and uh, hopefully go to sleep one day. And when I wake up, I'll be on the other side, and they won't be saying, to the left, to the left. Jay, won't you step to the left? You're not at the pearly gates. That's what, that's what the hope is. And, you know, we live in a world that's changing every day. We live in a world that by 2030, one out of every six people in the world will be 60 years old or over, or older. Right now, the population of people 60 years and over has increased to about a billion. By 2025, the world's population of aged people 60 years and older will be somewhere around 2.1 billion. The number of persons aged 80 years old or older is expected to triple to 426 million by 2050. So 
while the shift in distribution of the country's population towards older age, which is known as population aging, started in high-income countries like Japan, 30% of the population is already over 30. It is now low- and middle-income countries that are experiencing this great change. So by 2050, two-thirds of the world's population over 60 years old will live in low- and middle-income countries. And that is where it's going to become scary is when our older people, our elderly, are living on the edge of humanity. That's what we have to fix. That's what we have to be careful of. That's what we have to start preparing for now so that that doesn't happen. You're tuned into the J. King Show mm-hmm. at KBLA Talk 1580. I'll be right back. Thank you. Okay, how many minutes do I have on this next one? Three minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, hold on. Let me see. I just got a text message. Hmm. All right. Every time I call into, this number doesn't give me an option to speak. I can only listen. Press the one. Press one. Okay. So, so, so somebody keeps calling in. All right, you guys. We got. So you guys. I'm a, I'm, so after this, you guys. After this next three minute segment, I want you guys to sit, give me comments, and then I'll and I'll start reading your comments. Okay. You ready? I am. It's the J. King Show with KBLA Talk 1580. My name is J. King. Thank you guys for tuning in. What I hope I didn't do is make this show dreary for you, where it's like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Oh, the world is coming. Because that's not what it is. This is the, these are the realities. The reality is that we're getting older, that we're living longer, and we're getting older. And we have to start looking out for each other. We have to start being cognizant of the fact that our elderly population must be loved, that we, we, can't, we can't get mad at them for repeating themselves or for what they, what they need or the fact that they, that they lean on us. That's what we should hope they, they do, and we should hope that we're able to accommodate them. I've been trying to get my father to move with me for the last four years, and he won't do it. Believe it or not, um, believe it or not, they don't want to live with us. Older people don't want to live with us unless, of course, they're living in squalor or they're barely making it, and they, um, and, they, and they don't want that heavy burden on them. For the most part, they want the same freedoms that you and I have. They want, to t- they want to do for and take care of themselves. They want to keep their independence. So if you happen to have uh, a mother or father or, or one of your grandparents or one of your, one of your older aunts, a disabled person 
in your family and you're taking care of them, know that what you're doing is a wonderful thing. And the blessings upon you, uh, you will, you won't, you won't even know, but they, but they're coming. And just love them. Give them everything you got while you got it to give, because there's gonna come a time. There's gonna come a time when my father's not here, and I know it. And that's why I love on him every day. That's why I call him. And so why when he calls me to ask me something on his phone or something that I think is simple, I, I never say, Dan, I told you that already. I say, yes, sir. I'll, I'll come and take care of it when I see you. If I need to take care of it, Dad, let me take care of it. I always want him to know that my job is to take care of him. Is to be good to him. Is to love him. Give him everything I got while you're here. If you have somebody in your family that you're looking out for, that you're taking care of, that you're responsible for, just know the vibration of life and good good tidings are waiting on you. My mama said you're going to get more from your givings than you will from your gettings. I didn't understand it as a young man. I understand it very well today. My name is Jay King. You're tuned into the Jay King Show. We'll see you next week. All right, you guys. All right, so now I'm going to read some of your um, messages, okay? Um, D-Sockhead said, can you start that again about how many people will be 60 and 20, not 2035, and 2050? In 2050, there will be 20, right now there are over a billion people that are 60 years old. By 2050, there will be 2.1 billion. Um, um, Ali Cathal, all I do, love their, uh, all, all do, all do people love it. Okay, we're not going to read that one because that one she's got to rewrite. John Beckman said, but keep a good eye on their driving abilities. Have to know when to shut that down. You're right about that, John. My dad still drives, though, so I, you know, but. Uh, That's why. Janet Louise you know. says, uh, okay, and I think. I um, put, go back in your because I never did that. Kim. Tim, we Hello? can hear you. We oh, can okay. hear you. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I was Tim. Talk earlier. Oh, I was live. Yeah, I'm here, Jay. Um, Did you want to say something? Yes, I was earlier. I wanted to respond. I had uh, a situation that I came across with someone with a uh, an older uh, parent, and the parent mm-hmm. kind of skipped that um, child's generation as far as kids. And, well, the parents skipped the kids and went to the grandkids and says to the kids she has chosen one of the grandkids that she wants to leave everything to. And she says this in front of the other grandkids, and it causes conflict. And I was just wondering how can someone, um, you know, deal with something like that because it hurts the kids. And then so, it also so hurts is, the other grandkids. 
So let me just say this. You know, um, this is where parents um, have to talk to, number one, the kid who the elderly person said they're going to leave everything to. Somebody should talk to that kid and make sure that they understand that, you know, when you have a grandparent that sometimes, you know, they're, you know, I don't know from a mental capacity standpoint why a grandparent would do that other than maybe uh, the, the parent of the child that, that the grandparent is showing favor to that they show favoritism towards that to her parent. Uh, I don't know well, if it's the, treatment. We don't know. So, you know, you can't, you know, that that's a difficult, you know, I'd have to have a backstory to, to even speak about it because you never know what, what, what the dynamics of a family are. Um, w, WHTL Urban said caring for elderly parents should be considered an honor. Uh, Boom Chuck said, thank you for this realistic view on aging. We can age gracefully and wisely if we prioritize every aspect of our health like you expressed. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Boom Chuck, for tuning in. John Beckman said, exactly. My sister had power of attorney with my mom, so we wouldn't need to even discuss that stuff with mom. Uh, uh, John Beckman said, you had a wise mother. Yes, go ahead. Um, So, the parent is is the the elderly parent is okay. They got all the child is only eight years old. Now the child's father doesn't like it because his mom says it in front of his other kids who are six and twelve. She shows favor and she always has, and he doesn't understand why it caused conflict. Well, so, no, so so this is where parents listen. Uh, uh, this is where the the father has to say to the eight-year-old, your grandmother favors you. Your job is to make sure that whatever favor she shows to you, that you share with your brothers and sisters or your brother or your sister, however it is. It's the parent's job at that point. Not, you know, the mother, the the, the grandmother is who she is, and you're not going to change that. So this is where, as a parent, you have to make sure that you maintain it. These these aren't grown people that she's saying, these are kids. So the parent gets to instill in the young child how to share and divide on an equal basis based on the blessing that he or she is receiving from the grandparent. Uh, Janet that, Marie that, said, eat healthy. Hold on one second. Janet Marie said, eat healthy, exercise, maintain low stress level, surround yourself with loving people, maintain a healthy sex life, and for God's sake, never stop dancing. W.H. TL Urban Radio said, some people aren't built to handle that kind of pain or responsibility. Uh, NM High said, death or pending brings out the worst in others' entitlement they feel. Uh, John Beckman said, parents have to make sure that kids are not poisoned 
by those comments. Um, Breezy Jane said, my daddy was that way with me. I could never see myself not looking out for my siblings. And that is where your parents come in to make sure that that doesn't happen. Go ahead, Tim. What did you want to say? Now, John Beckman said it clearly from the standpoint that I see it because poisoning that child and that child uses it against his siblings because he's only eight years old. He doesn't know. Well, that's where, yes, yes, his you do. That's where you think. That's where parents listen. And, and, and tells him it got to a point to where his dad stopped bringing the kids around his mom, and that hurt her, yeah. and he told her it's going to continue to happen if you continue to do this in front of my kids. Well, and well, then then, it, then, then, but that's the solution. So that's the solution. So that's how it happens. But so it's not a, it's not a, it's only an issue if you guys let it be an issue. If if he 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 found the solution. So let that solution. Uh, no, because I had conversations with him, and I just I just I don't. It's hard for me to uh, give him any uh, information because once he takes the kids back over there, the favoritism starts being shown again. Then he got to stop lying to himself. If he's either he's going to follow through what he says. Hey, if you do this and you cause this and you call this kind of anxiety with my children, then I won't bring them. And I don't care, you know, if you and if she if it makes her sad, so be it. You bring it on yourself. And so don't you, don't your, um, I love you, Mom. I can handle it. I, you know, uh, Mr. Elliot said I had eight brothers, and my mother left me in charge of her estate. And I turned the estate into a scholarship for her grandchildren because my mother believed in education. Sometimes they have insight into who's going to do the greater good with the money. Tracy Parker said both of my parents have passed on. We took care of my mom at home for four years. After her stroke, she was spoiled rotten by by all. It was difficult, but I would do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, that's my buddy Rudy, and so that's Rudy in um in Hawaii. That's why it's N M H I. Hey, Rudy, me and Rudy were in the Air Force together. So, uh, hey, John Alcantara, how you doing? Like, I got. I'm glad that you that you said that, Rudy, because my I changed phone services, and uh. They uh they didn't let all my contacts uh, transfer. Yeah. So right on. I'm I'm locking you in right now. So, you know, solutions is all I deal with. I I, I know what problems are. So I want to get to a solution. I want to get to it quickly. And uh, you know, I got a I, I got a straightening comb, so I know how to straighten it out. Something about that straightening comb that'll straighten everything out. And sometimes you got to put that straightening comb on somebody to get it straightened out. And that's Mama too. Yeah, I was in the Air Force, Paulette. I have to tell you that story one day. I stayed in for a year. <laughs> I was honorably discharged because I was discriminated against, which undermines the mission of the Air Force. All right. Can I, NJ? Huh? Can I chime in? Yeah. So um, I've been knowing you for over 30, I don't know, 40 years or something like that, and you're yeah. older than me. 
So in the next few years, what day is good for me to start coming to see you every day? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say this to you. Uh, I I think that my spirit and my mind is so strong that I'll be in my 90s. When uh when it all come to an end, and uh, and I'll be in great mind. I'm not going to ever stop reading. I think one of the things that you can do that can really uh, ensure that dementia and Alzheimer's doesn't set in is that you that you read a lot and that you stay active. I have a very active mind. I, um, there's not a time that I'm not thinking about doing something. I just believe that. Um, you got the mind for the gold in yourself, and uh, and a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't mine their own gold. They don't. Uh, they don't see the value in 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 life and in and in themselves. So, uh, I think I'm gonna be around for a long time. I may be having to come see you, even though you're younger than me. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> that, that, that drinking is a must. Hey, that drinking, matter of fact, you should tune in to Kings in the Morning tomorrow Always because I know I'm just saying wait till we talk about some of the stuff that you guys are eating. That we I all listened to it today. I was listening to it today. We're on 38. We're on number 38. Yeah. Uh, Brittany I, said I a truth You know, I, I changed a lot of my eating habits. I. You know, I stopped eating beef and pork in 1988. You still, you still drink alcohol. There's steps, Jay. There's steps to everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Breezy James you said, had a, you had a banana cream pie in your refrigerator today. I threw it away. I threw hey, it away. There's steps. There's steps. Yeah, I threw it away because once I saw that cream kills. Uh, but Breezy James said, a true friend, King, have a young heart and mind. I don't see you not doing what you do. It all keeps you young. John Beckman said, I'll be honest, I never could read a lot. I have floaters in my eyes, and every time I read, they're there. Very frustrating. So, John Beckman, if you, um, if you can't read, get audio books. Uh, you just want your mind. Learn, learn Braille. Or learn, <laughs> learn Braille. But get audio books. Audio books will, uh, will help you. I read all the time. That's why I know so much stuff is, you know, because I, I love to read. To say Jay has a very good uh, a memory, except for when it comes to dominoes. I'm your domino daddy. I know exactly who I am to you. <laughs> when it comes to Tim Watson, Jay King, you are the father. I know I'm his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I did. Um, I did send you. Um, I thought I sent. Oh, I'm sorry, young mommy. Okay, you guys. Uh, thank you guys for thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, John, I mean Mike, do we have everything? We do. We're good. Got everything. Perfect. Yes, we're good. All right, you guys. Yep. Tim, thanks for calling in. 
Yes, sir. I listen, but I never call him. I'm going to start calling him more. Yeah. All right. Peace out, you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.